This is not a show about relationships. This is just a tribute. It's Malou with you. Uh, with Wayne across the other side, Wayne Brown. Uh, now, Wayne, we've just talked about excitement. Off air, you and I have been talking about excitement. How thrilled are you to be here? It's all about relationships. Very. <laughs> that. This, that was so chef. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, love Chef. Oh, Chef's oh man, magic. Hey, great to have you here in the studio, mate. Ready for tonight's show. As usual, have no idea what the hell you're going to talk about. I know. Um, no notes in front of me no, either, no, that, so terrified, you've got no idea. Terrified. Uh, you are wearing a skivvy, and I am a bit concerned because I'm wondering what happened to that wiggle. But apart from that... <laughs> Actually, I do look a little bit like Anthony, don't I? Yeah, the fact that you know the colour, that frightens me. Hey, I, I saw them live. They were awesome. Oh, man. the, God, the My boys were just like, really? Is this it? And I'm like <laughs> dancing around going, hot potato, hot potato. Yeah, great fun. Uh, it says a lot about you. It All does. Right. Well, next week, just to keep you know the whole team going, okay, I will buy a skivvy. I don't know what colour. Hang on, what's... Don't, don't do purple. Because no, then Jeff. it'll be, wake up. That's right. <laughs> oh, these days, you can't wear purple because all of a sudden you belong to a particular oh, team. Oh, yeah, that's Yes, yes, yes. But never mind, mate. Um, I'm, as I say, primed and ready for tonight. And I'm wondering what um, damage you'll do to my relationship this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, I I am totally kidding. You give very, very good advice. Thank you. You do. All seriousness, down the line, away we go. So, let's do this. Okay. Mm. Well, as I've mentioned before, there's mm. three ways that I do this, and there's a theme that I want to explore tonight. Oh, dear. All, All right. right. So it's not just a... Is this cosplay all of a sudden? Some, We've done the wiggles. Some, yeah, I'm just going to go get my costume. No, it's, uh, a, it's one of these things where there's things in life where you can learn yep. and you can utilise and you, you're you not done with it, but you don't need to sort of explore too much. You just keep practising sure. it and get better at it. Yep. And there's other things that are a constant evolution. All right. And this is one of those things. So it's going to sound initially like I'm having a bit of a bag fest. Ooh, like a good bag fest. All right. Right. However, I include myself in that bagging. Oh, geez, self-reflection. I know, oh, I know. Geez. We're getting oh, deep. Higher being. No, okay. <laughs> and it, it's one of these things where I've been on this journey for quite a number of years now. Mm. Yep. And it's a constant evolution because you can't find definitive answers for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's all about something we've talked about off air. Okay. I have touched on before in previous shows, and it's masculinity. Oh, I'm rubbing my hands together on this little puppy. Yes. Um, and, and the reason is mm-hmm. a couple of things have recur- reoccurred, okay. and they give me frustration, and I want to explore because we're both fairly open fellas. Yeah, right. So. It's almost a shame we don't have phoning because I'd like to get extra opinions uh, We could on do this. that. We could actually do that. We yeah, can. Well, we could, yeah, throw okay. it yeah, open. Get organised. Yeah, okay. No problem. Well, okay. Jeez. You keep talking All and right. I'll get organised. So I'll tell a little bit of a story as to how I got to where I am. Mm-hmm. So many years ago, after my second marriage broke down, or actually before yep. it broke down, okay. I went and did a weekend thing. It was one of these men's weekends. Right. And it's... Finding your mas- your masculinity, what it means for you. Okay. So I went and started exploring different aspects of myself and had some big revelations and it allowed me to realise some things and I started 
attending these weekly meetings and sitting with other blokes and just processing stuff that had gone through my head and made me become who I was. Okay. And one of the things I turned into many years ago mm. was a doormat. Right. Okay. So I was one of these blokes where I'll give you a really good example. Mm. All right. Mm. My first wife, my boys were little. Yep. Mate says, you want to go and play golf? I okay. love golf. And okay. I'm like, damn straight, mm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it to my wife, then wife, mm. and she, she says, yes. yes, and she says, oh, but then I've got the kids still. And yeah. I said, as a way of negotiation, all right, I'll tell you what, if I'm gone for playing three hours or whatever, yep. when I come back, I'll take the kids for three hours and you can bugger off and do what you want. And she goes, yeah, but I'll still have the kids for those three hours. Wow. And so me being the doormat went, all right, I won't go and play golf then. Whereas what I should have said was, no, that's the way it's going to be. But I didn't. Gotcha. So that was one of the things I had to work on was discovering my power, standing in my masculinity. And what I realized after the uh, dissolving of my second marriage Mm -hmm. is I hadn't been a man in either of those. It's a big call, my friend. Yeah. Mm. And it's... What I mean by that is I wasn't able to stand in my power. I wasn't able to be confident. I wasn't able to create an environment where they felt safe and secure and protected and cared for. So I let them down. I let myself down. And so it was one of those things where, you know what, you got to pull your bootstraps up and get on with this. Yep. So I've been exploring that, and I'm okay. a lot more confident now. Like, I never used to speak up in staff meetings and all this sort of thing, whereas now, ask me an opinion on something, <laughs> and you got to come and no worries. And, and that's part of the journey. And one of the things I've done, re- or a couple of the things I've done recently, is I've started a men's group. Yeah, that's so great. So I thing. can have a bunch of blokes that I can sit and we can just talk about stuff. Yep. And there's guys that, Come once or twice and then never come again. It's like, are you giving up on your journey? So I'm confused as to... Yeah, how that fits, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because you don't get feedback. People just vanish and you never hear from them again. Sure. And the other thing is, I do a speed dating event, which I've mentioned before. And every time I put the tickets up for sale, Mm -hmm. the ladies... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Snapped up in no time. Right, within a few days, these ladies go, find a fella, I'm in. (laughs) The blokes, you got to keep emailing them and messaging them and saying, come on, we need another four, we need another three. And it's always like the day before you sell the last ticket. Yeah. And why is it you get all these blokes that go, I want to find a woman, they expect the woman to come and knock on their door. It's like you got to get off your ass. Oh, I thoroughly agree. I had a mate many years ago, and I've actually talked to about, about him rather before uh, on the show, but I said to him, mate, I said – you know, like women aren't like a pizza. They don't home deliver. Mm. You have to leave. You have well, to go not out. yet. Uber will do oh, it one coming. day. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God, there's so many bad jokes I can go with. I know, I know. Touches. But anyway, I, but I was like, mate, you've got to get out of the house. You can't just you know, sit and, and be sulking about the fact that you haven't got someone in your life if you're not out there going and looking and, and putting mm. yourself out there. And like men are so frightened of rejection, right? Yes. Now, quite frankly, I don't understand why because the reality is men get rejected a lot more often than women. Of course, I've never been rejected. but (laughs) (laughs) He says with all sincerity. Exactly. Um, But but seriously, like men, to be frank, we're kind of used to it. 
All right, so we Ooh, yes and no. No, okay, we get the numbers, okay, of rejections. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In comparison to to women, so yes, it's interesting absolutely. that it's 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 weird that it works that way. You you would think that women would be more hesitant, but clearly not. They jump in, mm. Mm. and it, it's funny because I talk to blokes regularly, mm-hmm. obviously with my men's group and clients and stuff. Sure. And that, you're right, is one of the major things that stops blokes walking up to women. Mm. And one thing I've realised about rejection is it's never about you. Well, sometimes it might be. No, no, no. No? How can you reject someone Mm. when you know nothing about them? Because they might look like the back of a bus. Haven't you met someone who you go, could be Quasimodo's long-lost cousin. Yeah. However, once you start talking to them, you go, actually, they're smart. They're witty, they're funny, and you go, they're actually a nice person. It does happen. Okay, and I jest about this. Yeah. But the, the, I'm actually, it, look, I'm making the joke, but I'm actually making a serious point at the same time. The fact of the matter is, oh, so many of us are very superficial animals, right? Yes. And we make that decision very, very quickly. Yes. Right? So, yeah, like I mean, the reality is that this might be an absolutely wonderful person in front of you. Most people. Yeah, you, you can bypass all of that. Right? Okay. Right, even if you've got a head like the back end of a bus. Okay. You can bypass all of that stuff. Right. So there's little tricks you can do. They're like psychological hacks that let people know that, hey, you want to talk to me. Sure. The trouble is most people don't use them. Mm-hmm. And when they go up, I always say that there's three people when you're approaching someone. Okay. All right? There's the person who is their past. So have they been approached before by a lot of idiots? In other words, have they been sure. scarred a lot? Yeah. In which case, they're going to be more inclined to... Reject you. Done right. All right. There's their current person, mm. which is, have they had a shit day? Did they just lose their job? Have True. they just been dumped by their partner? Mm. You don't know. And also, the third person is the real one. That's the one you want to try and tap into. Got to find them. Yeah. So if you can let that person know that, mm. hey, I want to come up and get to know you. I'm not just trying to crack onto you. Sure. And you're you're all right. Anyway, we're getting a little bit off track there. No. So... That that is part of the masculinity problem. Yeah. Is that stepping into that power? And I know that I used to be terrified of approaching women. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know. It's funny. Every time I tell people <laughs> I'm shy and reserved, they all just go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, we do that to make you feel good, my friend. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, what, no, and I used to go, "Why? Why do people struggle to believe me?" And then a client mm-hmm. who's an introvert, he handed me a book once. Okay called Quiet, but written by a woman called Susan Kane. Right. Wonderful book about introverts. Really? Yes. And mm-hmm. I learned something very interesting about myself. Okay. So there's introverts, there's extroverts, mm-hmm. there's ambiverts, which are a blend between the two. Okay. And then there's people who are introverts but are very good at pretending to be extroverts. Oh. And that's me. Mm, nice work. Yes. So I'm very good at putting up the facade of, sure. I'm confident and, yep. you know, I can go yep. and talk. When I was approaching women, they couldn't do that. Really? Yeah, terrified of approaching them. Okay, okay. So when I first went out looking for my wife, mm. it was a huge challenge. So the first time I went out, mm. spoke to literally no one. Like, no one. Okay. Second time I went out, spoke to the bouncer at least. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ordered food. <laughs> I, I, it was a move up the scale. Anyways, you've got to recognise progress wherever you've got it. Deb straight. And then the third time I was like, come on, just talk to one, just one mm. woman. So I went up and talked to one woman, spoke to her for about 10 minutes. Nice. You know, didn't yeah. die. Yep, yep, you know, yep. She didn't reject me, actually enjoyed the conversation and went home feeling a little bit better. Okay. And then developed some momentum because I made a vow to myself to go out three times a week minimum. Okay. Nice. You know, because it was like a, if I practice once a month, yep. you, you're not going to get better. No. So it was a, no, three times a week minimum. Okay. So I went out and over the course of seven weeks spoke to over 170 women. <laughs> The fact that you know the numbers. I know. I know people have said to me, you kept track of this? It's like, yes, because it was like, a, I'm doing so good. So it was just a way to get excited and motivated. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. But the good thing was, by the time I got to meet my wife, I had dropped all my facades of cracking jokes and that to try and get people to like me, and I was able to stand in my power. Right. So I was able to just say whatever the hell I wanted and all of this sort of stuff. Yet she still went out with you. I know. Amazing. Isn't that cool? Oh. Man, I've done a number on her, didn't I? <laughs> oh, tricked and deceived. Okay. <laughs> well, yes. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so the, the good thing is mm. she ended up with a bloke who is more comfortable in his masculinity. And one of the big things mm. that was big for me is I used to be ashamed to cry in front of anyone. Yep. Totally understand Could, that. Couldn't let my yep. boys see me cry, friends, mm. partners, nothing. Because that was what was demonstrated to me by my father and all the role models I had in my life because yep. that was their generation. And this is typical of a lot of blokes. So I've had to work for a really long time on getting comfortable with that. So now I'm often watching a movie with my wife and she'll turn around and I'll have tears streaming down my face and she'll be like, oh, he's at it again. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to fess up on that one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I, uh, so probably six months ago, whatever, however long it was, Monty and I went to the movies together and we went to watch the Elvis movie. All right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Elvis for me is very emotional, right? Okay. Because I grew up on Elvis. My mum was a ridiculous Elvis fan. My name is Aaron because Elvis, Aaron Presley. Like, I, she was, you know, quasi-stalker. Okay, my mum loved Elvis. Right. Okay. We had Elvis stuff all over the house. Okay. So that's a very big part of my life. Now, my mum passed away a long time ago, and I love her very much to this day. So going and watching that movie, I struggled I can't tell you how hard that was for me I'm like based, and I'm, I'm poking every face that I can come up with I'm looking like Jim Carrey I'm poking so many faces oh to stop crying right so to stop myself from crying because I don't want to cry in front of my girl and how dumb is that mm -hmm. right I mean she probably thinks I'm an idiot anyway because what's, what's with the guy next to me poking faces all the time but I'm but it was so important for me mm -hmm. right, not to poke mm -hmm. those sorry not to cry it's stupid. Yes, it is. Right? It's stupid. Clearly, um, I, you know, you, I'm feeling you know so much emotion and love and thinking about my mum and 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 a wonderful past, quite mm -hmm. frankly, right? With mm -hmm. that music as, as I, I, you know, the the soundtrack, if you like. So, but as men, oh man, we will do everything possible. Absolutely, it's stupid. It is it nuts. Is stupid. I tell you right now. Sometimes I think you know what I, I just think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Edge Radio Skyler, all about relationships.
Red Hot Chili Peppers here on Edge Radio Australia, around the world. Now, we're doing a dating show, so if you have a Red Hot Chili Pepper, my advice is go see a doctor, get some antibiotics, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to understand, Wayne, I wait all week to say these things. I really do. I'm I don't know if it's man. worth the wait. It's myself. not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate letdown there. There we go. Mate, uh, great to have you back after that short break. Uh, and uh, we obviously went out in the old social media in the break. Put the word out there to give us a call 0409 205 928. That number again, 0409 205 928. If you've got any questions about what we're talking about tonight, masculinity, right? Now, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we want uh, you know, guys, girls. Anyone who's uh, in the mood to ask a question, ask ask away because it's, tell a story. Tell anything. a story. Yeah, absolutely. You really want to hear. So with that, I will fire back to you, and I will go into the telephone and press the buttons. You do that <laughs> and look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, I can't fake it that well. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, as I was saying before the um, break, is mm. I've been working on myself for a long time, and I've had some realizations about masculinity. Right, and. You have a lot of people that will say, you know, my partner makes me complete, makes me whole and all of that sort of thing. Sure. And a lot of the time it's when we take a part of ourselves and we ignore it, we repress it, we disown it, we sort of try and push it away. And they're the parts that allow us to operate on a higher level. Sure. So you mentioned about not wanting to cry. Yeah. All right. Didn't want to do it. And that was that was me as well. It was like, mm. oh, I don't want to be seen as weak. No way. The silly thing is, mm. it's been proven that that creates stress within your body and creates illness. So if anything, not crying actually makes you weak, whereas crying allows you to release that tension. There you go. Yeah. And there the, the thing I've realized, and this is why I've become more confident in my ability to put an opinion forward, even sure. if it pisses people off, yep, yep. is because that's bravery. You okay. put it out there. It's like a, if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. Here and it is. if you think I'm a wuss, that's your yep, issue. Yep. I, and look, I know I agree completely. I think that uh, it shows so much more strength to be show that you are actually vulnerable in that moment. Mm, absolutely. Uh, I, I wish sometimes, and as I say, like I'm annoyed at myself in that particular situation because I'm not living up to the standard that I'm actually setting for myself. You know what I mean? Bloody hypocrite. I don't know. But we're all a work in progress, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm saying where even though I look back on where I was and I look at where I'm now and the difference mm. is night and day, I know I've still got a way to go because sometimes the old habits start to creep back a little bit. So you've sure. got to be vigilant and attack them and all of that. Yep. The thing, though, that keeps me going forward is I love my wife to bits. Right. All right. She's a hell of a woman. She brings out so many good things in me in as much as Mm -hmm. she creates an environment where it's easy for me to bring them out. Yeah, exactly. So it's not her doing it. She just creates an environment where I can go. That makes sense. Yeah, I can can chuck it into the ring. So the good thing is I, by degrees, become a a better man every day and consequently a better partner every day. So because she gets a better quality partner every day she loves me that little bit more and more and i know soppy get a room (laughs) what if she was here not here please so no no no. i'll save it for later please and and it's one of those things where until you experience it for yourself it's it's a bit of a hard thing because i can talk about it 
And if I'd talked to myself 10 years ago about this stuff, I'd just go, oh, yeah, whatever. But now I've experienced it's like, it's almost like I wish I could plug my head into someone else's and give them a taste sure. of what it's like to have someone that looks at you and just goes, I'm so glad I've got you. Nice. nice. You know, and that's a lot of it is due to the fact that I'm becoming the best version of me. And to do that, I've got to become that better man. Completely understand that. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's been one of my frustrations is I have a lot of ladies, so I can't find any men. I can find males, but I can't find men. And these are men that are confident, they've got an opinion and they're not scared to voice it. They're still respectful and considerate yeah. and use manners and all of that. Sure. So they've got that nice blend between the two. Yeah. And, okay, masculinity <laughs> is something that's being like, and this kind of annoys the hell out of me. Yes. It's being redefined all mm -hmm. the time, okay, and mm -hmm. turned into something very, very negative. Mm -hmm. It's a very positive thing. It's something that is needed. Absolutely. Right? And uh, I, look, sorry to the old feminists out there who, you know, want to, I don't know, have the purple hair and get angry. But the fact of the matter is, you know, this is a, a important part of life that is is um, a genuine person of a man of masculinity okay is a protective man he protects the people he loves and, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing that is an incredibly important part of life and i'm getting very sick of that being diminished and taken away yes right so masculinity they want to sell it as being you know violence and this and that whatever yeah it's just roll the eyes at that right mm. okay uh you know we're you know a couple of blokes who are very much in touch with our feelings right you can be masculine and still be in touch with your feelings. It doesn't. You, you're not having to wear a blue singlet and be that. That's you know that ridiculous, the macho oh, thing, that stereotype yeah. rubbish, which has just never been accurate. Never, mm. right? True men who have genuine masculinity care and protect the people they love. Absolutely, they've got that balance between mm. it all, and the. Th and we've had this discussion about the so-called toxic masculinity. Mm. That term just grates me no end. Yes, yes. It's not a toxic masculinity. It's a wounded masculinity. It's an incomplete yep. masculinity. Yep. So men that have this wounded masculinity mm. are men where they've sucked it up. They've built a bridge. They've sure. just got over it and they've repressed everything and that shit just mm. comes out yeah. when it's not meant to come out. Have and you it's... seen the movie Falling Down? Oh, yeah. love that movie. Oh, so see, good. There you go. So good. And that, that's a, a good sign. Yeah. A, a good example. Um, so if men were encouraged and put in contact with other good men, mm. as in men that are in balance, they've got their emotions in check, they're not prone to violent outbursts, sure. that doesn't mean they can't protect. Hell no. Yep. Because a healthy man, if you go and try and attack his family, he'll tear you limb from limb. You know, won't hesitate. Oh, without a doubt. Exactly. Yes. So if you're just attacking for the sake of attacking, that's not a healthy masculinity. Mm. And if a woman has a good healthy masculinity, she's able to sit in her femininity. Of course. Now, that doesn't mean that all men have to be in masculinity because some men can sit in their femininity. Yep. It's a lot smaller number. They do exist. And there's women that sit more naturally in their masculinity. And that's okay as long as they balance each other out. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, well, yeah, balance. I mean, that's that's an important thing, mate. Let's face it, right? Okay. Yeah. Basic and, mathematics. The equation's got to balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like any good relationship, is that you know, is that balancing act? Somebody brings some part absolutely of the, you know, something to the party, the other brings another. I, yeah, I think it's a brilliant thing. Yeah, and one I read a while ago, mm -hmm. and it, about this balance, is you get people that say a relationship's fifty fifty. 
Yeah. You know, it's not. Some days you have a complete... And I, yeah. I first heard this with Brene Brown. Okay. All right, okay. with her and her husband. Right. They will ask each other, mm. how was your day? And they'll say, oh, I'm running at 20%. In other words, I've had a day that's drained me, I'm knackered. And so the other person will go, okay, I've got you. Yep. I'll lift mine to 80%. Sure. I'll look after the kids. I'll do this. I'll do that. You can go and recharge. And then once you're back up to operating level, you can come back in. And that's the way a relationship works with balance. You know, Absolutely. a man who's in his masculine is okay with looking after the kids, washing the dishes, hanging the clothes out, and all of this sort of stuff. It's like I'm picking up the slack so my wife can recharge yep. and she can come back and join the family. And then the days when I'm shattered, mm-hmm. She'll pick up the slack. So masculinity isn't about just, you know, working on the car and, and that's it. It's it's being comfortable with all of it. The whole picture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, no worries at all. I'm sorry, I'm just going through the phone here because we've actually got uh, a message that's come through. Rather than a message? Someone's being, a, being um, yeah, there was a couple of messages from one particular person. So, uh, yes, okay. So we've got a message from Tracy. Nice. And Tracy, Hello, Tracy. sent a couple of messages and one I, um, uh, I cannot find a real man. Mm-hmm. We were discussing this in the break. We, we absolutely were. So, okay, well, let's go with that. I know we've already sp- spoken about it, but, you know, Tracy's on board here. So what are your thoughts on that? What do you do? How do you say, Trace, oh, Trace, kick back. Let's find you a, one. <laughs> Come on. This is one of those almost rabbit hole questions. It is a bit, isn't it? And I remember years ago I had a friend of mine in Melbourne we were talking um, online, mm. and she said to me, what do you think's the problem with men these days? And I gave her this wonderful 10-minute <laughs> monologue from right. the history of man, uh, men and masculinity and how's that, how that's changed from prior to the Industrial Revolution oh, yeah. all the way through okay. and how we're now at a point where the men – are confused as to what a man is. Yeah, yeah. Because we've no been doubt. through the 50s where it was mm. all macho and then it was the 90s where when was it? What was it? Um, well, the, uh, metrosexual? No, no, no? The, the sensitive new age, oh. the, the snag thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot of blokes are confused nowadays. Oh, well, you don't know. And, and I think, no, I don't think blokes are confused. I think everyone's confused, right? Like you open a door for a woman Well, that now. was my next point, but well, go okay, on. Well, okay, fine, I'll just <laughs> But yeah, so It's like, on. have you seen that movie? It's um, the... the um, Liz Hurley and Brendan Fraser movie where she's a devil and he's he yes. goes oh, I want you to make me more sensitive and he's this bloke that just cries at the drop of a hat yes, about everything yes, and yes. and it's that same thing trying to find what masculinity is. Yep. So what I would say to Tracy is mm. you and this is this was a hard pill for me to swallow. Okay. All right. Is you attract the exact partner that you need for who you are at this moment in time. Yeah, oh, no, no, I hate because that. I, hate I know that. it's it's a hard one to swallow. It's true though, mm. because when my value yep. was low, right, I didn't attract shitty people. I just attracted the people that I deserved for who I was. So once I stopped mm. being a doormat and I stepped yep. into my power and everything, then I attracted a woman that was worthy of a man like that. Sure, okay. So. The best thing for Tracy to do, and I'm happy to chat offline about this if you okay. want to send me a message, Tracy, is raise your value. Find the things that make you an amazing partner. Right. And then work out the sort of man that would want a partner like that and okay. deserve a partner like that. Work out where he is, yep. where he would hang out, and then go and find him. 
That's the quickest, easiest answer I can give because it is a fairly involved answer. That oh, no I hope that helps. Okay, okay. No, that's fantastic. I'm sure you know, Tracy's you know, well pleased with that answer. If she's not, well, I don't know. We're going to feel some oranges you know, and uh, tomatoes flying towards us. I don't know. Um, all right. Now, some other messages are coming through. Sorry, I'm just trying to keep up with this. And if you could just talk, mate, while I do this, I'd really oh, appreciate okay. it. That's, well, how radio, doing... that's how radio works, just <laughs> so you know, okay? <laughs> what? you got to keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. All right. Well, I'll keep answering Tracy's question a little bit. So, for me, mm. one of the things I had to discover about myself was I was very good at they call it the gift of hospitality, which right. is looking after your partner. I think I've mentioned this before where I feel the need to do the cooking and the shopping and the paying of the bills and making coffees and all of that sort of thing. Okay. And I do it without thinking. So for me, recognizing that was something that I brought to the relationship was something that I could go, you know what, mm. when I find someone that appreciates that and values that, then I know I've got a quality partner. That's really interesting <clears throat> that you just said that. Okay. Because you've just got a question like that? Well, a similar, okay. Oh, that's um, a bit okay. freaky. So you know, I've just, just gone past it. Okay, right. Kerry has asked, what do I do if my partner uses me? <gasps> oh, here's another hard one for for you to swallow. Okay. We train people to treat us the way they do. It's it's terrible. Okay. If you set boundaries where mm. you allow yourself to be used, mm -hmm. that is what will happen. And I know because I did that. I allowed people to use me, to not appreciate me, to not value me, and that created a lot of anger within myself. When I started stating that boundary, mm. then I stopped getting used. Okay. I had to get the strength, though, to state that because okay. that's a hard one. It is a hard one. And it's um, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, honestly, I'm looking at that and, yeah. Yeah, and we've all been there. It's, mm. it's not pleasant. No, no, no. All right. Well, I, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I should go to a song. We're a little early. Um, <laughs> and Kerry's just sending another message. Um, no, go you, no, Kerry. It's no, it's a funny little face. So, okay. Oh, okay. No, there we go. Okay, cool. She's right. Clearly, Kerry approves. That's great. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, look, if people want to talk, that's great, but uh, we'll go with messages anyway. In the meantime, let's whack some music on. Have a bit of a sing and a bit of a dance. All right, why not indeed? Now we're talking. Because we will. We will. Now, <laughs> that's a frightening thought. We're talking about masculinity, right? So, what are we going to have to play? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Dead Radio Australia. All about relationships. Look at this. It's all about relationships, and I'm stuck in the middle with you, Wayne. But it's a wonderful place to be. Apparently, your wife tells me anyway. <laughs> well, she'd know. She, well, thankfully. Thankfully. Mate, great to have you in, as always. Enjoying tonight's show, actually, and uh, good to get some questions in. Interesting that we've got questions about masculinity, and uh, we've had two young ladies um, make comments. So interesting. Mm, yeah. Which, which is one of my... Struggles mm. is mm. yeah. I've got a like I said a speed dating event and yep. getting men to buy tickets to it is a constant struggle. And I know other people that run speed dating events and Absolutely. they've got the same thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. look, I, I'm happy to go. Uh, my young beautiful young lady in my life might be upset if I do. I think so. I just I'm just I'm there to help. I'm just there to help, mate. Fantastic. All right. So where do we go from here? Okay. Now we've, we've allowed ourselves to cry. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, we've found our power. We've got rid of the old doormat. Now says welcome, <laughs> right? Yep. 
Where do we go? Okay, the next one, and this is, again, if someone asked me to <coughs> fix one problem in the world, it would be this. What's that? Anger. Ooh. Dealing with anger. Okay. All right. Now, for myself, and here's a complete admission from my past, I did anger, depending on which way you looked at it, I either did it really well, as in it was <laughs> nuclear, it was thermonuclear right. next level, or really badly in as much as it was exceptionally damaging. Right. Okay. You know, emotionally, mentally, and all of that. Sure. Uh, and very ineffective. Uh, so it was definitely using a hammer to chop down a tree. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So... And a small hammer too, not a, not a big ha- sledgehammer. <laughs> hey, you just keep that to yourself. That's all good. <laughs> so it, it was one on of those. Thor, but all right, move on. <laughs> it's, it's all about size. Go on. So it is one of those things where at the time I didn't have any better tools. Gotcha. Yep. Now that I understand conflict resolution mm-hmm. a whole lot better, yep. it's very almost absent from my life. Now that okay. doesn't mean I... St- don't get upset. Of course. The important thing is I control the anger, not the anger controlling me. Big so if, Yeah, so if I get pissed off, and I like telling this story, right. and I was driving with my wife, and as happens when you're driving, mm-hmm. someone decides that they want to occupy that two and a half metre <laughs> gap between you and the car in front. Yes. So I got a little bit annoyed Okay. You know. I like to take the opportunity to express my feelings for yeah. that person. I think it's nice. Sort of explore a few yeah. new expletives mm. that you might not have used for a while, things yes. like that. Look anyway, at my vocab. Go yeah, on. I know. Look at me use big words. <laughs> so my wife, being the, the wonderful mirror that she is, yes. looks at me and goes, are you done? And I went, actually, no. No. <laughs> no, I actually want to be angry. So again, this is what I'm talking about. So yep. I chose... To be angry. Okay. So I sat with that energy of being angry. I was clenching the steering wheel. I was clenching all my muscles. I was muttering to myself. And, <laughs> and after about five minutes, I went, yeah, that's about enough. That's enough? Yeah, you done? Stopped. Yeah. And then that was it. So instead of before, mm-hmm. when the anger would just go and go and go and go and go for hours and hours and hours, it was a case of, no, nah, I want to sit with it a while. I want to enjoy okay. the anger. So it was. It was almost enjoyable. So it was like, a, you know, you get the... Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then it you was like... A, yeah, I get that, I get that. Yeah, so then it was a, okay, I'm done. And it was all like, hi, here you going, honey. You know, I'm, I'm back from my little rant. And she, she just sat there quietly and let me do my thing. So okay. it was really nice. I'm going to go... I'm going to be pro-rant for a moment here. Pro-rant? Yeah, I look... Go I the think, rant. I, sometimes I think it's healthy. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, you just got to get that thing out, right? Yeah. And if it... Why not? If there's somebody who's cut you off, what a perfect opportunity to let the world know how you feel, right? Mm. I, um, I've i actually changed the way I do my rants as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I've now developed a, um, a range of, of hand signals to explain my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, driving emojis. <laughs> not to be confused with Auslan. It's Aaron, Aaron's land. That's right. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You, know, you trust me. You need to be deaf to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's look. I I think this is kind of the the mismatch we've got here, right? Okay, because so many people are going to go and play with that, that whole toxic masculinity game, right? They're going to go, all right. See, aggression or being, oh, look, standing up for yourself, quite frankly, okay, being staunch or whatever, you know, all the terms we could use, mm-hmm. is toxic, is a negative thing. And I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There are places when it's needed, and there's places when you need to put it away. 
right? Absolutely. Yeah. Everything yeah. is valid in the right place. Context, right? Context all the way. So, you know, I want basically... I, I have women saying this to me all the time about, oh, there's not any real men anymore. I'm not going to carry them. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm bloody one, okay? And I'm one who will stand up and I will, you know, I'll, I'll fight the good fight. Um, I will make it, if it has to be physical, I'm going to be physical with someone, all that kind of carry it. Now, do I want that? To, no. No. I would rather talk it out. I'd rather, Absolutely. There's, there's better ways of dealing with it, right? Absolutely. But you've got to have it. Now, I'm not, you know, talking myself up or down here. But the fact of the matter is what I'm getting at is, so many, there are so many men who feel that way, right? But unfortunately, we are all getting sort of painted with the same brush of uh, using that circumstance and, I don't know, to pigeonhole someone because of that circumstance and that particular action in that particular time, mm. right? It, it, it's it's got to be across the board here. You've got to understand that sometimes you need to step it up. Sometimes you need to be that assertive person, mm. right? And there's a difference between assertiveness and anger or or aggression. And something else I want to mention Mm. too is a lot of women say, why can't I find a real man? Yep. The problem is, and this is, there's also women that are in this situation too. Sure. Is they've been that scarred from previous relationships. They've been that scarred with parenting experiences. They've been that scarred from society and, um, entities and all of this sort of thing yep that they're just like i almost want to give up yeah i get you know it's i've I've been beaten down i can't be asked anymore yeah and that's the problem a lot of blokes are at that point where they're like what's what's the friggin point yeah you know i'll put in all the effort i'll find myself another woman and she'll just use me yep so they have that attitude now whether that's true or not they'll never know spot on Spot and that's on. and that's one thing where I had uh, my first marriage was a f- wasn't totally shit. It was far from great as well. Sure. Second one, mm-hmm. thermonuclear war. All right. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. I, I could yeah. tell you some yeah. stories. You just go, "What the? F- you're an idiot for hanging around." And I was. However, where was I going with that one? Oh, that's right. I could have gone. You know what? All women are nut jobs. Yep. I'm not going to bother anymore. Easy. However, I was lucky I knew some bloody good women. Okay, okay. So it was a case of, well, not all women are nut jobs. I just need to find one that's not. Sure. And that's when I realised, yeah, I'm attracting the nut jobs. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So lift your game, become that quality man that I mentioned earlier, the quality partner, and then I attracted someone that was better where she didn't do all of that Mm -hmm. crap Mm -hmm. because – I didn't deserve that anymore. No, and I think that the, the fundamental thing I want to get across, and this is whether you're a man or a woman, right? Okay, we're two blokes talking about it, so we're going to talk from a male perspective. Mm. But the reality is, okay, like I have an absolute complete history of bunny boilers, okay? Absolutely crazy, nutty, terrifying, will will attack you with a knife, has happened on several occasions, women. Okay, now I could go, all women are like this, all women are psychos. Exactly. Um, or yada, yada, yada. Or... I, and and this is you know I'm going to put my hand up and 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 compliment myself here. I actually had a bit of a bit of a I don't know a growth spurt uh, from the personality point of view. I went, oh my god, I'm attracting this because this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Because okay, I have to be the the guy on the white horse who comes in and saves you, right? And when I realised that I was a rescuer, mm-hmm. right? Then of course I'm attracting the bunny boilers, right? Of That's course it. I uh, the users, the the negative, mm-hmm. the nasty, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, the the psycho host beasts, right? So 
when you change your patterns in yourself, yes. you will attract something far better and something that will bring you happiness. Yeah. Right? And yeah. the only thing that you can control, as yep. annoying as it is, the only thing you can control is you. Yep. You True. can influence, you can inspire, you can mm. motivate others. You cannot control them in any way, shape, or form. Okay. I, well, you said motivate, didn't you? I thought you said motorboat. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I could go in num number of different directions with that one. You're I won't, really though. No, I won't, no, no. no. Just remember that you're working with a child. Just understand that. Right. Okay. Very cool. I think today um, today we've, we've covered some good subjects, mate. Oh, don't get me wrong. We've still got time to go. I'm just, but uh, I think it's just really, uh, there's some great lessons to be learned here. Okay. Mm. And uh, certainly don't want to be preachy because I am, from a personal standpoint, made so many bloody mistakes. And the great thing is, okay. They're only mistakes if you didn't learn from them. Oh, then I've made none. Because, yeah. They're lessons then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to, um, I don't know, it's, it's just a great way to, to look at things. And, you know, every failure is a step closer to success, right? And whether that's be, you know, your your, your business, or your work environment, your, your social life or whatever, obviously your romantic life works like that too. Mm. Yeah. So I, I want to finish, how long have we got? A couple of minutes, mate. Okay. Yep. So I want to leave some advice for the men. Yep. And some advice for the women. Cool. For the guys. Mm. Don't give up on you, Ooh. all right? You have the capacity to be a better man, a better partner, a better human being. Put the effort into you. Raise your value. Yep. You'll attract a quality woman. I like all it. All right? Don't give up on you. For the ladies, try not to be critical of the men. A lot of them are just terrified and they won't bloody tell you. Yep. Absolutely. All right? Yeah. So if a bloke decides to come up and talk to you, unless he's a drunk idiot that's just oh, being rude and obnoxious, yep. in which case you're free to tell him to bugger off, <laughs> as long as he's trying to be decent and just talk to you, let him talk to you. Let him yeah. get practice. Give him feedback. <laughs> feedback? Yeah, say, you know, you did okay. really well. I've got a male client right. where I said to him, use that. Go up to women and say, hey, look, I'm terrified mm. to approach women. I want to practice and get better. Sure. Can you... Let me practice on you so I can get used to talking to women. Right. And it's like, well, if you're asking them for help, women are bloody decent. They will say, yeah, sure. And I, I think that's something that um, I think a lot of us can take from this, right? Mm. Okay. Most women are absolutely bloody wonderful. Absolutely. Right? Okay? That's Damn the reality, straight. right? I mean, shitloads so, of good, good women. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and that's it's an important thing to focus on. Yeah. And spend your time building yourself so that you attract those sort of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant, mate. All right. Now, where can we find you on the socials? Well, type in Wayne Brown Life back on track. And okay. soon mm -hmm. I'll have my website up and running. Oh, Yay. lovely stuff. Hey, don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight, so an hour away, we've got some awesome music coming your way. Our, our very own DJ Kai, 16 years old, man. I'll tell you right now, 16. And you she, should she hear this good. girl's mixes. They're amazing. But right now, oh, look, I'm feeling a bit wild, mate. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one.